Ladies and gentlemen, this is David Miracatani with Matt Chat. Today, it's really just an exciting opportunity and get a chance to talk to one of my best friends in the business and the new head coach of the Oklahoma Regional Training Center, Eric Guerrero. Eric, thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, Dave, you bet, you bet, you bet. Uh, I know it's crazy time of the year, world championships, all this stuff going on, and you and I have had a chance to talk off air, and I, I can just hear in your voice how excited you are. So, you know, tell me about the decision and, and why you're so excited about this new opportunity. You know, it's, it's multifaceted. I, you know, obviously, um, the, the Olympics are the epitome of our sport, you know, and, 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 and there's an, and a massive amount of trickle down that comes from that. You know, the Olympics are, are, what we talk about when we're kids and, right. and, and, and it's what you watch every four years and you gather around the television and, and that excitement around it, you know, in the last, oh, better part of a decade, um, you know, the opportunities and the marriage and the partnership between the IOC, the U.S. Olympic Committee and the NCAA has really pushed the sport to a new level. Uh, I guess that would be best you know, described in what Lou did, and I'm speaking of Lou Roselli, obviously, at the at the Ohio Olympic Regional Training Center when right. he was there at Ohio State. Um, so I guess what's most exciting right now is the possibilities, um, the things that are in the works, the things that are already concrete that we've ironed out and we've solidified, and the possibilities and the opportunities that are going to be provided not just to our Olympic athletes, but to the state of Oklahoma and our age group wrestlers as well. That's what's most exciting right now. Yeah. And, and, you know, you touched on Coach Rosselli, and I want to, I want to talk to you about him in a minute. Um, you and I obviously have some mutual friends and I'm on Facebook, but I'm not on a lot of the other social media, but these guys have told me that on things like Instagram, there's been positive reaction about this decision from around the world. I mean, literally from the Russians, guys like Kurban Aliyev, et cetera. So clearly the relationships you have all over the world, these people are noticing. Tell me how you think those relationships can increase the value of you and the value of the Oklahoma Regional Training Center. Yeah, you know, I don't think it's any secret that, uh, you know, that there's obviously relationships there, uh, not just, uh, you know, domestic relationships, but international relationships. And I've got an opportunity to be around uh, a lot of people. and. Um, fortunate enough for them to consider me a friend, you know, not just a competitor, but somebody that's, uh, you know, part of, uh, part of the, the, the global journey to be the best. Right. You know, right. one thing that, that I have always felt was important, whether it's at the age group level, the college level, the Olympic level is if you want to get good at something, be around the people who are the best at it and not through pure osmosis, but, but there's a lot of benefit in just rubbing shoulders with people who are like-minded and invest in the in, in the world of what they do. Whether I mean, that could be uh, obviously it applies to wrestling, but it could apply to you want to be a great lawyer. I mean, go rub elbows with some great lawyers. You'll learn a lot. Absolutely. You know, you want to you want you want to be a great entrepreneur. I mean, go rub elbows with some great entrepreneurs. And 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 wrestling's no different. Steel sharpens steel, and and uh, that's one thing that. Uh, that we're going to promote at the Olympic level and uh, watch the trickle down. We're also going to promote at the age group level and watch the trickle up. And obviously we know who benefits in the middle, um, and that's our collegiate program. 
Yeah, and you know, when you talked about the, the steel, sharpened steel and surrounding yourself with, with people that you, that are doing things at the level you want to do them at, it literally reminds me of a couple of weeks ago, I was in Oklahoma covering junior duels for track wrestling and, you know, stopped through on the way back from Stillwater, did an interview there, and I'm actually coaching two little kids and when one of them I think could be really good at cradles and, you know, for people that don't know me, I'm not really built like a guy that would ever been good at cradles. And, you know, you were kind enough yeah. to, to sit down and, you know, go through a couple of the wrestlers of Oklahoma State and show me just some of the tricks of the trade. And to me, I think that's a side of, of you that maybe a lot of people don't know that, you know, you ask, you know, somebody asks you, you're there to help them and you don't know these kids and they're going to benefit from your knowledge. I came back and told them, you know, not only showed them what I learned, but who I learned it from. And I just think the the passing down of knowledge and your, uh, I, I guess I would say intellectual generosity is something that, that's always uh, been something that, that I've admired and respected about you. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you know, kind of segueing that and, and using it as a segue to, to discuss, you know, our, our Olympic Regional Training Center, you know, when I envision this and we've seen, and we've had several planning meetings i'm real fortunate to be surrounded by some great people i don't think i can do any interview right now and not and not really one uh talk about how appreciative i am to lou roselli and chance leonard i mean you know everybody knows who lou roselli is but yeah. you might not know who chance chance leonard is chance leonard not. okay chance leonard um i'm just gonna make it real short um He's making all a, a lot. Of, he's making a lot of things possible right now. Um, he's uh, he's an individual that, uh, without getting to his credentials and all that he's done for the sport of wrestling, I think a lot of people are familiar with the monument that was erected in Perry, Oklahoma, uh, for Jack Van Beber and Danny Hodge, one yes. uh, the Olympic champions from both universities. Um, you know, Chance was the driving force in in, in being from Perry you know, uh, fundraising and getting that monument put up. And obviously I believe there's a movie to, to come also. I hope I'm not speaking out of line, but, um, you know, there's so much vision and so much planning going on right now. You know, when you talk about things that are exciting, uh, that's what excites me. Chance Leonard excites me. Lou excites me. I mean, they, they have big plans, big vision, and I'm just fortunate enough to be in a position where they trust in me, um, to get these things done. So I think one of the things that we that, that have been discussed time and time again is how do we elevate wrestling in the entire state? You know, wrestling's in a great spot right now in Oklahoma. Um, you got guys like Hardell Moore in, at OWA just doing a great job. He's killing. You got guys yeah. like you know, just doing a great job producing more college wrestlers than people probably recognize. But anybody <laughs> that's gone into that OK, OW, that OWA room, yeah, they, sure. um, you see them on the wall, you're like, wow, this guy's produced two dozen collegiate wrestlers in the last 10 years, maybe shorter. So, I mean, he's doing a great job. you got Tyrone Lewis running a club down in Oklahoma City area and coaching El Reno. Um, and I, I, don't know, I know I'm going to forget people. I really do. And I apologize. I'm not trying to do that. But we got some great age group coaches all around the state, yeah. um, you know, but they can't do it on their own. It's unfair to assume that they can, that, 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 that alone will um, create an Olympic champion. It truly takes a village in the sport of wrestling. You know, it's not one individual, although those one individuals like Hardell, they're providing opportunities like Tyrone 
I'll use Shane Roller over in Tulsa, and they got some great clubs, Chris Forbes. I can go on and on and on about all the great coaching that's going on out in the state right now. And I'm forgetting people, and I'm not trying to. No, it's hard um, to remember I everyone. Yeah. I, I, well, I, I just can't sit here and list all the coaches I think are great. <laughs> Brian, Pic- Brian Piccolo comes to mind, what he's doing at Matrix. Um, there's just some great things going on right now. Um, but we still need opportunities. Opportunities still need to be provided. We still have to come together. There's just a lot of things that um, that uh, aren't being provided right now that uh, one of our major goals is to provide those opportunities. And I can't divulge all of what they are right at this minute. You know, those will be uh, released over time. Sure. But, you know, we're about making the state of Oklahoma as good as it can be. We're about making the best better. We have some of the best. Um, we're about making the best better. And that, but that comes with opportunity. So that's what's exciting right now. Um, and, and watching that trickle up happen over time. It won't happen overnight, but it will happen over time. And as well as watching the Olympic program get developed and watching the trickle down happen over time. Um, studied some great systems all over the world. And that's the one that sticks out in my mind is what has to take place in order to, to elevate the, you know, the entire state. So we're a proud state. You know, and I think everybody in the state loves the state. Everybody in the state actually loves wrestling. And a lot of um, history in that state, too. A lot of history, a lot of history, a lot of success. And um, but we're ready to take the next move. We're ready to make the next move and to, uh, to make the best better. Well, it's you can see that. And what's interesting to me is, you know, you and I, are, for people who don't know, we've been, you know, friends for a few years. And, you know, we've talked about, you know, a lot of different things in the sport of wrestling and, Mm-hmm. I know you have respect for so many people in the wrestling community. It's kind of like naming those folks. You don't want to, you know, forget anyone. But mm-hmm. every time you talk to me about Lou Rosselli, it was always with the most respectful, in the most respectful terms. And, you know, just, you know, and, and I've talked to him, you know, doing work for track. And there's, it's a mutual admiration society there. So for those people that don't know him, tell us what kind of guy he is. And and why are so many top flight guys drawn to him? I mean, he was coaching literally, you know, Kyle Snyder's corner and things like that. For those yeah. of us that don't know, tell us about Lou Rosselli. Yeah, well, it sounded like there was a couple questions there. You know, um, first I'll, I'll try to remember what they were in what order. But, um, well, I think first off, you know, when you, when you talk about, you know, the relationship, you know, it, it might be, Evident to some. I think people in our inner circles know that we've been good friends for a long time, a long time. Um, you know, and some others that might come as a surprise. Um, but I think that, 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 that relationship was built off probably common values, common, com- the things that we felt were important and then also the things that we felt weren't necessarily important. Um, so there's a, there's a lot of common value there in what we value, um, and on and off the wrestling mat. So I think that was a lot of the foundation. Um, of why there was always able to be a strong relationship. So, you know, getting an opportunity here, you know, to, to, to work with him, um, is an exciting time in, of life, you know, to right. really build something, um, w- with somebody that I consider a friend is a, is a exciting time of life. Um, the other side of that, you know, is, you know, what, when I was first getting on the Olympic circuit, you know, I, I think my first, my, I was probably after my first world championships, um, you know, in 2000, in 2000, going on those tours, I was just kind of getting started and Lou had already been an Olympian and, 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 and this baby kind of in his final couple of years, um, you know, 
he really gave me a lot of practical, sound advice. Mm-hmm. And he didn't have to. I'm not sure why he did. <laughs> he, he didn't have to give me any advice. He could have been totally focused on himself, but that's not Lou. You know, I think Lou's a, a, a team player, and he's a, he's, a, he's a great guy who just takes interest in anybody who shows a desire to win. And he gave me a lot of really good – everybody's got theories of what makes people good at wrestling. But I can tell you, his advice to this day has stuck with me. Coleman Scott and his journey to that bronze medal got some Lou Roselli advice gurgitated through Eric Guerrero. God, I don't want to say he's their person like that, but gurgitated no, through so. myself. Yeah. Right. Okay. You know, a lot of athletes have got, have received some Lou Roselli advice regurgitated through my lips. Um, you know, so, you know, that, that, that practical advice that, that, that he gave was, was, was maybe one cornerstone of the philosophy that, that, that I've built over time. You know, maybe not all four cornerstones, but definitely one. Um, and I appreciated that. I always appreciated that. So that, you know, so it's no secret when you see a guy like Kyle Snyder who wants to work hard and he's got the right guy in his corner, become an Olympic champion. It's no secret, you know, when, you know, you got a kid like Logan Stieber who wants to work hard and he's got the right guy in his corner and he becomes a world champion. Right. And so sure. different, you know, then like I can name a lot of schools where it's like that, you know. Um, so that's not necessarily a, a, a recipe nobody has figured out, but it's obviously been very uh, prevalent in the last two years with, you know, lose guys winning an Olympic gold medal and winning a world gold medal. Right. Um, yeah. So <laughs> the proof is know, in the to pudding, get a chance yeah. <laughs> to get a chance to be part of something like that. You know, it's hard to say, nah, no, thanks. You know, um, you know, it's, uh, you know, just the fact that he had the confidence in me and wanting and to do this. Um, I felt like I needed to do that just out of, at least consider it just out of the respect, you know? So, um, so he's a great guy, better coach. <laughs> or I should say he's a great, he's a great coach, better guy. I think that's yeah. the way it's supposed to be. Yeah, said, it is the way right? it is. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Sure. yeah. So, um, so, uh, you know, I think the state of Oklahoma's got a good coach uh, uh, running around. Um, you take a guy like him who's got ties to uh, other places in the country and a guy like myself who's been in that state for a long time. I have a lot of relationships there. Um, we're, we're just really excited about what the future is for the state of Oklahoma and the Olympic program. Yeah, it, it seems like a, a recipe where, you know, like you said, the respect you guys have and coming from, you know, different, you know, obviously you're a California guy that spent, half your life, you know, or over half your life in Oklahoma, you know, lose Oklahoma recently, but, you know, both you guys metaphorically have very long arms can, you know, there's probably not a person in the country that's important that one of you guys are either no personally or one phone call away from. So, you know, I think that really speaks well for where you guys can take this. Um, What are you looking forward to the most in working with the senior level athletes and alongside Lou? The growth. I'll tell you, I'll tell you this, um, you know, you, you grow so much, but, and I know there's a, there's a million sports quotes out there, but, but it's the truth. You know, the, the moment you think you got it figured out, that's usually your first step backwards. So it's exciting to me, you know, is, is, is getting around the world's best, you know, um, not just the nation's best. So you start to get around the world's best and you find things out about yourself. You find some more things out about your athletes. You find more things uh, out about the way you're 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 doing things or the way you think you need to do things, 
And that potential for growth, that potential for for development and learning on all accounts, not just the athletes, but yourself individually. You know, we've been covering technique here at the Olympic Training Center, and and that's one of the great benefits of getting here is you get around some of the greatest wrestling minds in the country, just the country, and, and you feel yourself grow. Um, well, when you take that to a world level and you take that to an Olympic level, you know, the growth that's possible, you know, when you're dialed into this movement, um, I think that's what's most exciting, you know, the growth, the learning, um, and then imparting that learning on the next generation. You know, I think a big part of our goal is to make Oklahoma wrestling um, just the best possible experience it can be for this next generation. Whether it's the next generation of Olympic athletes or it's the next generation of age group athletes, we want to make it a great experience. And we've got some things in, in mind, and uh, they're starting to come to uh, they're starting to be solidified already. And and uh, it'll be an exciting day when we get to announce them. Yeah, and, and I don't want to ask you to break any news, you know, but I, I do appreciate you yeah. coming on and doing, you know, your first interview with us at Track. You know, one of the things that that sticks out to me is. Whenever I get a chance to talk to guys like you, especially on the air, you know, I talked to mm -hmm. Kevin Jackson yesterday and, you know, mm -hmm. he's taking that new job and is doing things. And mm -hmm. your guy's normal. You know, what you do every day is abnormal to 99.9% .9 of our listeners. You know, being around greatness every day, you know, like coaching national champions, multiple time national champions. You know, you mentioned like coaching a Coleman Scott and training with him and, you know, I, I remember literally the lead up to that because he qualified and you got married. You know, what I mean? it was like these are things that were happening. Like your normal is so elevated comparison to most of us and lose normal is the same thing at such an elevated level. I think, you know, you and I have talked about the value of these RTCs and what they bring to you know, not only to college programs, but the opportunities give these age group guys. I mean, you were the one, one of the one of the main guys that told me about what a great job Cody Bickley was doing, and and how I got him on the mm -hmm. show. What's the most mm -hmm. exciting thing or things to you about being the leader of the Oklahoma Regional Training Center? Um. Okay, so great, great question. I'm gonna go back a, just a step, and you say, you know. That from your perspective, you know, a, a, a you know, um, somebody's normal is another person's, you know, greatness or abnormal, however you phrased it. You know, I feel that way about guys like, say, Chance Leonard. And I know I've talked about him already, but getting with him and having these planning meetings and sitting down with him, the way he operates from a business standpoint, um, he operates at a level of greatness from a business standpoint. So just in the last eight, nine days, meeting with him on a regular basis and talking with him on a regular basis, he's elevated my business mind. You know, I always felt like, you know, that was, um, that's always been part of coaching. You got to have that outlook. You got to have that, that CEO mentality and then that, that, that level of entrepreneurship. So it doesn't just stop with coaching. You know, I guess what's exciting is you get to be around people like him that elevate your business mind as well and you feel yourself self grow and you can pass that information on and then that information actually benefits the the uh the the, the next generation of wrestlers um so i'm not sure that completely answered your question i know i went back there but that's no, the does. truth well, you know that's the truth and and what's exciting to me is 
I truly felt like I got to be part of something special in 04, you know, with, with Jamil and Daniel and, and even in a weird way, Stephen Abbott, Jamil and, and myself, but more Jamil, Daniel and, and, and myself having three teammates, three friends of the seven weights on the team. You know, I don't want that. I think we want that, but we want that for the next generation to have that kind of experience, at least to have the opportunity to have that kind of experience. But that opportunity doesn't come without hard work, resources, coaching, and then training and competitive opportunities. You know, and those are just five main areas that, that if you look through some of our, 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 our meeting notes, that you're, that, they keep, that they keep resurfacing. Mm-hmm. And so when we come back and we visit about these things, like how do we apply resources, that always seems to come back up. So what's exciting to me is getting these pieces in place that we can attack these five bullet points and seeing each one be checked off the list. Um, you know, that's what excites me. So that's from the management standpoint, that's exciting. From the training standpoint, I think we've already discussed that. You know, you get around the best and you get around guys who really want to win. Sure. You know, yeah. and you get around some really highly motivated people that can become a catalyst for the next generation and the program. That's what's exciting. Getting the right people in place to do the to do the uh, the job that needs to be done, and uh, I think we're, we're on that track right now. Yeah, and one of the things that you just said that stuck out to me is you, know, you talked about you know you get around a guy like Chance Leonard, and he's great in an area that you're not as comfortable in is like wrestling, and he's great in entrepreneurship, and that's not your full time job, you know. And and he's you know you what I respect about people that are great is their comfort level is to be uncomfortable, you know, to put themselves in areas, you know, where they're not the smartest guy in the room. I mean, I remember when I first Mm -hmm. started in my my career as a financial advisor and I won a trip, the best advice I ever got was the guy said, go sit with the oldest guys that make the most money because they're the ones that are going to give you the best advice. Don't sit with the guys Mm -hmm. that made as much as you did. And have a bragging contest on who did better. You're just, you're all stupid. You're sitting with the wrong people. And, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like in a small way, that's what I did when I talked to you about the cradle technique is, you know, you learn, you put yourself around people that are better than you and, and, and learn from it. So, you know, one of the things that sticks out to me is literally, you know, when, when the news broke that you've been in Oklahoma literally over half your life. So you had, mm-hmm. you had, I know this because I know, you that you've built so many quality relationships there in Oklahoma. I know how much they mean to you. And, you know, you mentioned like Hardell and Tyrone and, and Brian and a lot of these other people, you know, I think that's going to really help you make this great. How do you create synergies with those relationships and then the overall USA wrestling movement to make everything better overall? How? Um... I think how is, is, is you can tr- continue to do what, what's been done, you know, which is work together. Um, you know, um, you know, the, uh, there's a lot of ways how, you know, and I, I'm not going to bore the listeners by whipping up, you know, a notebook and, and going through all my bullet points. But, you know, I think that, I think the, the cornerstone, you know, the foundation of how do we do this is, is, is built in our common interest. I think you got guys like Hardell and, and and, and, and I'm leaving people. I keep going back to Hardell because we, we, we talk a lot. Sure. You know? Yeah. Uh, 
you know, uh, you know, but you go back to a guy like Hardell or you go to, you know, I'm going to switch gears here and go to a guy like Matt Stevens at OCU and what he's doing with his women's program, you know, and putting a girl on a junior world team and making the moves that he's making to make that program. And we just got, we have people in the state that are so excited about wrestling and want to win um, that I know that all, that if we can facilitate the ultimate opportunity for all those athletes, then the sky's the limit. So the relationships are important, you know, because they are relationships. They're true relationships. They're true, um, you know, uh, I guess I'll say friendships for the lack of a better term, but they're friendships based not on, oh, hey, let's hang out. They're friendships based on what can we do to make wrestling better yes. locally, nationally, globally. Right. You know, um, you know, that was Kevin Crutchmer's philosophy as the chairman of USA Oklahoma. And, you know, uh, you know, if you, if you look up the flagpole and you look to a guy like Rich Bender, you know, um, I listened to his interview with you. That, that was a great interview. Thank you know, you. I know, and, awesome. I know he, yeah. and I know he gave you the four, the four, you know, I can't remember what terminology you used, what verbiage, but the four pillars. The four, cor- the four pillars. Yeah. Yeah. The four it. pillars. Yep. Oh, he's yeah. right on. Oh, he's spot on. So if you take that and apply it to the state level, you know, um, you're going to find that there's a lot of people on board with that, you know, and, and the guys that I've mentioned and, and the guy and the people that I haven't mentioned, um, I do believe they're on board with that. So, you know, those relationships become important um, because they're already there and you know that everybody wants to win. So when I say we're going to facilitate the ultimate experience, the ultimate opportunity, um, you know, it's uh, it's real. You know, and 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 Rome's not built in a day, but uh, you know, you know, it's a real opportunity. It's, it's real things that we're going to do. It's you know, we're going to be where the rubber meets the where the rubber meets the road and gets things done, so that uh, the experience, the Olympic experience, whether it's at the age group level or the Olympic level, is um, is motivating. You know, is motivating for these athletes. You know, win or lose, you know, they come back wanting more. Um, and that's all we can do. That and that and the training part of it, that's all you can do, you know. Um, what's a lot? Sounds simple. It's a tremendous amount of work. And it's, a, it's a tremendous amount of work, you know, and we're, and we're up for it. It's like learning the and rules of chess. Knowing the rules and being the master at it are two different things. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's a great, it's a great analogy, great analogy. You know, and it all starts at the Olympic level. And the, and the trickle down that comes from that. And then, uh, obviously, like I said, there's a trickle up, and we're going to focus on that as well. The answer you gave was unbelievable. It makes so much sense. One of the things that kind of ran through my head as I was listening to you was leadership. And mm-hmm. for those people that don't know, Matt Chat started, you know, I, I talked to track wrestling and told them I had relationships with assistant coaches from around the country that I'd built over the years mm-hmm. when I was recruiting. Mm-hmm. And you were actually my very first guest. Lee Pritz was second. You know, the guys that, you know, I know, you know, really closely. And mm-hmm. what's interesting is those assistant coaches are relationships that I, I really respect, I value, I treasure. And they do show leadership, but ultimately they're second in command. And so now as the person, you know, who's running the, the regional training center, we're going to get to see your type of leadership and your 
your fingerprints, your footprint on things a little bit more. I think that's a really exciting thing for folks like me that know that know you and go, we can't wait to see what this guy does. So I, you know, I just personally want to say congratulations on that. I, I know big things are coming. Well, I appreciate that, David. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. So I know Very this good. is, this has been crazy and hectic for you. I've been nagging you for about 10 days to come on the air and everybody wants your time. So I really appreciate you doing this with us. Um, is there anything else that you'd like the people to know about the regional training center before, uh, before I get out of your hair here today? Oh, Juan, thank you for your patience. I know I've rescheduled about a dozen times. Um, <laughs> you know, just again, it's been busy and then the drive to Colorado and then being here and obviously playing the role here and, and you know, assisting Zadik in any way that he needs, you know, to get this team ready and, and, and things like that. So you're kind of, you know, busy and obviously we have some athletes up here right now and, you know, and just all the logistics to go with that. So, um, you know, I do appreciate you, you being patient. I apologize. I've rescheduled so no, many times, but no worries. Um, you know, but, um, you know, we're here. We know we're here. Um, we're here to serve. I think that the, that word keeps coming to mind as I go through, you know, what's the goal? What's the goal? The goal just kind of keeps coming back to service, you know, not just servicing, um, the state of Oklahoma, but ser- servicing the United States. Obviously, we're located in Oklahoma, so that's going to be the people that are in Oklahoma are our uh, primary uh, constituents, our primary benefactors, right? Yeah. So, uh, you know, but we're here. We're here to serve. And I think as long as we keep taking that attitude, you know, um, I've had several athletes here at the OTC ask if they can come down and train, and the answer is absolutely, absolutely. You know, not, not 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 saying not saying you need to move down, you know, but if you want to you know come through and train, and the answer is absolutely, we're here to serve. Um, and I think as long as that mindset, you know, and when I talk about values and Lou and I and common values, that's one thing that I do believe uh, we share amongst others is that uh, we believe coaching is a privilege. And we believe coaching is is really just service, you know. So. Uh, with the right people behind us like we have and, and that mentality that, uh, uh, that we're here to serve. And, um, you know, this should be an exciting time. It should be an exciting time. Yeah, I, I know it is. And I know you got some big things coming and, you know, you can't get out of school and talk about them until everything's lined up. Uh, I'm sure you're going to be adding to, you know, the, the list of athletes that are down there and everything else. So when the dust settles and things are up and running at a level where, you can actually stop and breathe. I'd love to have you back on the show. You bet. You bet. You got it. Well, for all of us uh, that are fans, congratulations. And as my friend, I'm really happy for you. Can't wait to see the big things that are coming down the, down the road. Please give my best to, to Lou as well. You bet. You bet. Thank you, David. Appreciate your time. No worries. Ladies and gentlemen, the new coach of the Oklahoma Regional Training Center, Eric Guerrero. I'm David Mericatani. Thank you all for listening. This show is part of the Matt Talk Podcast Network. For more wrestling podcasts, head over to matttalkonline.com.